Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are just joining us, you're right on time. You're not late. You've come at the perfect moment. This is Business Garage at Worship Harvest, where we bring you incredible stories of kingdom businesses, Ugandan kingdom businesses that are making it here in this nation to bring you hope and open up your heart and mind to what is possible. My name is B3 and today I am privileged to bring you the story of a man most of you know by the way, share the link, call your friends, tell them Balange headmaster is in the house so you need to tune in, all the students need to get online. Please help me welcome the CEO, president, founder, all those good things of hosts alike, Mr. Dixon Mushale. Woohoo! Yeah, that microphone needs to obey him. Thank you. That's Thank you so much. Like Glad small. to be here. Good morning, viewers. Worship Harvest. Glad to be here. Glad to be home. Oh, yeah. All right. So, this man is not only a businessman, he's also an author. If you've never bought the book, I am not sorry for my mistakes. You are the only one. So you better get your hands on it. We'll be talking a little bit about uh, more about that as we go along. But Dixon, welcome. Thank you, B3. Glad to be here. Yeah, so let's get into it. We have little time and a lot of wisdom. So I'm going to try and dig out of this man as much as I can. Our online audience, remember you can engage with us. You can ask questions as the interview progresses. And we will do our best to make sure that we ask as many of those as you have brought through. People are saying, good morning, headmaster. Good to see you. Good morning, yeah, students. Good yeah, to see you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're there. Roll call time. Yeah, roll call time is here. So people are getting in line. All right, so Dixon, tell us a little bit about yourself. Maybe there's people who are watching right now who uh, want to know who is Dixon. Are you single? Uh, did you ever go to school? Just general information. <laughs> Thank you so much, B3. Uh, Dixon Mashave is my name. Happily married. By happily, I mean happily married. <laughs> to one wonderful lady, Doreen. And uh, I love you, sweetheart. Hey, Vanangi. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know she's, uh, she's watching. If you can see me from down to top, she made sure she puts the final bits to pieces on everything that I'm putting on, from the haircut yesterday to, you know. So that's, why, that's what I say. I'm happily married. Mm. Eh, Doreen, we send you greetings. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we have uh, four children. I know they are watching, and I send you greetings. All my children, we love you. Uh, we thank God for you. See and founder of Hostelite, Dixon is my name. Started Hostelite uh, over 12 years ago. Guys, we made the 10-year mark two years ago. It's rare for Ugandan companies to make 10-year marks. So we thank God that we were able to make that 10 year mark and we just started. The beauty is after 10 years, I think I'm tired. I need the, the, the young guys have trained 
to now take over the company and manage it. And I also now plan for Africa and the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, about my education, started from uh, a very humble school, uh, deep in uh, Ntungamo, uh, moved. Uh, that's a long story, but I want to take you to my 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 secondary life, entire uh, school. And uh, I want, uh, I'll tell you why and how I came to Kampala. <laughs> Otio. Yes. Yeah. Now, once upon a time. Time, time, time. There lived a man called Dixon Mushavi. He was at a school called Ntari. But you know, uh, we used to see guys from Kampala come with too much pomp. Of course, first we were from the village. They used to come with grub, you know. They used to tell us, um, yesterday I was, at, I was at Pioneer Mall. For us, like, Pioneer, <laughs> Pioneer Mall was like, <laughs> Pioneer Mall was like, you guys. He said, you know what, Nachifubo, the other day we were at Sheraton, you were like, oh my God. And the KB doesn't flow for you, just talk about either cows, beans, you know. And that's the KB, you, you know. So I was like, hey, but guys, this Kampala, this Pioneer Mall, this city square, no way. Somehow I have to go to Kampala. Kampala. Uh, my dad, uh, and actually before that, these, these uh, whenever they would go, they would be coming back to Kampala, to Kampala uh, for their holidays, they used to bring buses, they used to organize buses to Kampala. Guys, there used to be life in those buses. Life in those buses. About uh, uh, 70 students going back to Kampala. It was so nice and marvelous. You'd see life. First of us were boarding back to the what? Our villages. But Kampala, no, we are coming. Oh, God. So uh, I told my, I requested my dad in A level, I requested he take me to Kampala. My dad agreed and said, fine, I want to take you to Kampala. That was a dream come true. Now, in business, I saw, I identified, I didn't stop there. I went and asked. There was an opportunity. Another person could have been having that, that thought of going to Kampala, but they never talked to their parents. Mm. They never talked to anyone about it. They are still, where? In the, In the village. village. There are very many opportunities, but the guy who will stand out just stand out and pick it. We'll move forward. I came to give out a copy of this book. Who wants this book? <laughs> Let me tell you guys, we all came without this book today. He has gone with the book. You get it? As in, he stood run and pick the book. That's just a book. Now, assuming it was a partnership of a billion dollars. Hey. Just, just, just imagine that. The gentleman would be a billionaire, right? Actually, he is. Yes. Oh, yeah. May that book and all other books unlock your potential. Amen. So, that's how opportunities come and go. Now, 
back to my back to my Kampala journey. So uh, my dad was a trader in ka- in cows in Kato. So that means you in in 90s he used to ferry cattle to this city about uh, Rufura and what. So who was in Kampala uh, in 90s early 90s? Chris. <laughs> yeah. So most likely if you ate meat around then you could have paid my fees. Oh. Because you were buying meat that my dad was bringing in Kampala. So thank you. <laughs> Now, so when my dad told me we are going to Kampala next week. Of course most of you when they say going to Kampala you know you're going to board your dad's VX or TX or the Bokabin and go to Kampala. I told you my dad was bringing cows. Do they bring cows on uh, VXs or TXs? Not yet. No, they bring them on fusos. These big fusos. So now I think you guess how I came to Kampala. Just were you in the drive co-driver or with the with cows? With the cows. Okay, first I the cows and I came on this on one truck. Yes. On the same truck. That's for starters. Now, there is a small compartment behind the behind the fusod driver where a man who is as tall as me you'll move to Kampala folded like this yes. up to the time you reach Kampala. That's how I came. But you see my mission was to come to Kampala whether I came with the cows yeah. at the back whether I came with the driver whether it, it didn't matter my mission was to come to Kampala now along our journey there was one life changing moment one moment which changed my life when we reached Kayabwe along Kampala Masaka highway when we reached Kayabwe Of course they used to come in the night so we, we got out of the truck for, for dinner. Now when we reached at the at the dinner table in a restaurant everyone ordered for uh, food. Audia audia matoke give me matoke give me kawo give me beans and what. So I asked what is kawo? Everyone laughed at me because they thought I knew kawo. I didn't know what kawo was kawo peas. I did not know. So when they laughed at me I realized ah so I'm in a different zone. Mm. I've changed from a villager to a city guy who doesn't know even what to order for dinner. I quickly thought yes so I need to adapt quickly so that I can either order for food or basically blend into the community where I'm coming. So that's how I start. So among the schools actually I, 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 I was coming I was coming for a school which was speaking some Luganda seriously. So that I blend into the city. Actually if you find me speaking Luganda I'm using Come on. Naeze Dixon I'm about to stop you because you're about to finish all our time telling us about your journey to Kampala. Eh? All right. So you finally arrived in Kampala. Already there's lots ar- of wisdom arrived, there. I ar- ar- arrived in Kampala. Mm. The goal I set the goal came to Kampala. Yes. You made the ask. I made the ask. Mm. That was very critical at that moment. Otherwise most likely I would still be in the village. Wow. Most likely. Wow. So what something that you've not asked exactly what is that thing that you've not asked mm-hmm. just look look out for it and please today go 
and ask. You lose nothing by asking. Yes. And you lose everything by not asking. Wow. Now, I come to Kampala. I, uh, fast forward, I finish my A-level. Uh, Mengo Secondary School. All my OBs say hi. <laughs> if you're there, finish, fin finish Mengo Secondary School. And, I, and now I go back to, to, to the village. Uh, now, my, my journey of entrepreneurship starts in my vacation. And I'll, quickly, and I'll quickly tell you how I planted tomatoes in the wrong season. <laughs> uh, my dad gave me land to plant tomatoes. But I, didn't, I just asked for land. I didn't know it was a dry season. I planted. Like any other amateur farmer, I know there are many, very many WhatsApp farmers here uh, who, who, who farm by phone and uh, how, how are my goods, how are my cows. But I planted in a wrong season. I fetched water, you guys, for my tomatoes. <laughs> I don't know if this bald head came, started then because I really fetched water. But the beauty is it was only me with tomatoes on the village. In that season, yeah. So, no one should tell you it's the wrong season. No. No one knows. Do, do it in your timing. Do it in your timing. Wrong season or not, somehow you might find you're the only guy with a Facebook. Yeah. My friend, you're the only guy with something which can give us internet when we're cut off. Come on. You get So it's very possible that that thing you do out of season might shock you. So do not just wait for the season. No. Start now. Water your tomatoes. You know, water them. Water your ideas out of season. And when everyone is, 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 uh, is trying to plant for your harvesting. Wow. Eh, but Vanangi, the wisdom. Is already overflowing. I tell you now I want to shift you. Yes. Dixon, tell us about your first businesses. Because how many businesses that you can remember have you been engaged in starting before uh, Hostelite? Because I want us to move to Hostelite. Okay. Before, yeah. before Hostelite, about five. And then I was at university. I had uh, mm -hmm. a salon in Wandegia. <laughs> I had uh, a video library in Wandegia. I had uh, a P address system and disco for hire. Uh, I was selling second-hand shoes, and I had another, I had another uh, small kiosk for CD writing at Kamochantienda stage in Wandegia. So if you look, if you look, if you go looking for the tycoons of Wandegia, then the young mm. tycoons mm. The, among the Kasules, I was also. There. <laughs> <laughs> well, how how does a young man who comes from the village, on a truck with cows? How, did you have some financial giving you money to do these things at the university? Yes. So how were you able to start all these ventures as a young man? Thank you. So, so I didn't tell you mm. that uh, I was on government sponsorship. Yes. Somebody said this guy is sharp. This guy is sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was on government sponsorship. So they, they used to give us faculty allowance. So the money they gave us when everyone was going to buy fridges and nice uh, sound systems in for the room, no, I went and bought a barber shop wow. in Wandegia. That was my very first investment. It, some guy wanted uh, an air ticket to go to UK. I gave him the money. Give me the what? Now, 
After that, I started the video library. Now, that's where all the mistakes were made in the video library. It's a long story. But I made lots of money. In, on average, all my, all, my, all my businesses, I was averaging about profit. One million per month profit. As that's campuser. as a campuser. And now, that's, that's where I shed my tear. Because I, don't, I never saw where any of that money went. Imagine three years at campus, earning one million per month. Even if you were to save, I wish someone had told me, Dixon, just save 1,000. Just 1,000. Money used to be in my wallet. In my wallet, everyone. <laughs> and I thank God I was born again. Mm. Hadn't I been born again with the kind of money I had? Definitely, I would hang out with the wrong guys mm. and I would be gone. But still, the born again guys ate my money. <laughs> <laughs> we send you greetings, the money eaters. <laughs> so be, being born again, okay, it saved me from meandering, but the money, business money was eaten by my fellow. Yeah. Born again. So be careful. <laughs> be You're the one who spent the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one of the mistakes right there was that you didn't have knowledge on managing finances and yes. growing. You had yes. the passion, yes. you're able to start the thing, but then how to grow. SFFG hadn't started I, by I, then. I, I actually wish I had attended just one money moment Thursday. I know. I just, just one like this. I would be very different. You people are blessed that there is information now and you're, and you're willing to learn. And actually, Pastor Mose, thank you. I watch those moments religiously mm. because you can never, ever underestimate the power of knowledge. Wow. Someone who has done something before, someone who has made a mistake before, there's no reason why you should repeat it. Mm. That's why we write books or so, that, so that you don't repeat the mistakes we made because times have changed. If you made the mistakes I made 10 years ago, trust me, you'll be on your way yeah. to, to the village. With this internet and the, and the economies of scale right now, you'd be on your way to the village. So please, let's read Let's learn from those who have made mistakes before. Yeah. So I didn't save money at all. <laughs> I didn't have a savings account at all. No. The money was in your wallet. It was in my wallet. Guys, I was rich. <laughs> <laughs> but poor. But, all at the but, same but, but time. But poor. <laughs> I had the money in my, in my wallet. Okay, look, at just a simple scenario. Another mistake. As a government small student, I had free food. Yes. At university, I never, ever stepped in the university the hall mess. mess. Now, every lunchtime, I used to go out with about three or four guys. We <laughs> spent about, about 20K, 20 or 30K. Now, I had free food. Yeah. But here I was going to spend. Even if I had saved 20K that I, per day for, for lunch, I would be having some square miles of land somewhere. Mm. Then land was cheap in the zero ways of these days. It was so far. But I, I, guys, if you have, okay, the 20K you have today is so precious, guys. Mm. It's so precious, guys. And you know, B3 and Mose, you talk about saving. Saving is critical. 
even if it's 1k the, the, the 2k will find the 1k tomorrow yes there's nothing like small no even if it's a coin the coin will 1k will find a coin tomorrow so i didn't save i was so extravagant mm. yeah uh, my friends i also didn't advise me i didn't have a mentor uh, thank God for mentors of these days. Thank God, thank God for YouTube University. You can go there and uh, be mentored by people you don't know. But you know, listen to someone. Listen to someone. Because the things you're going through today have been gone through by someone. Yes. So who is that someone that you're listening to? Mm. Are they veering you off? Are your friends always discouraging you? Or you have that one friend who says, let's do it. Or your friend will say, it, it might not work. What if it works? What if it works? Yeah. What if it works? So starting, learning is critical in business. Yes. Mm. Thank you so much, Dixon. And I think, you know, where you began, uh, you talked about making 12 years as Hostelite being a big deal. And yet also you started five businesses before that. And that's a picture of Uganda because we are the most entrepreneurial country in the world. But most, at least 1% of the businesses make it to their 10th birthday. And so that, that's a picture of what leads there is exactly your story. The habits, the knowledge, the lack of you know, principles and, and, and things that help you to, to stay in, which... Many people don't, you have the passion to start as Ugandans. There's lots of businesses starting but not continuing because we, we are not educating ourselves. And I know you're very passionate about that. But let's talk about Hostelite. It survived 12 years. Um, Hostelite, when did it begin? What's the purpose of Hostelite? Why did you start it? And um, tell, just let's first start up there and then we'll get into what are some of the things that have helped you survive and start to thrive. As, as a company uh, the last 12 years. So why did you start Hostelite? What is Hostelite about? Let's start there. Uh, I started Hostelite at a point where I had lost money, mm-hmm. made mistakes, so I was not excited at money. Actually, I would, uh, whenever I would see money, I would free and send it to an account somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I started at that point where I had seen money, I knew money can come, and go. Money can come so easily and go. So if you do not take care of it. Mm. So now, uh, why did I start a web hosting company? We had a directory before, uh, which did not work. But along, but along the way, I learned that the web hosting companies were disappointing us. Mm. Actually, my, my service provider lost me and and I became a computer because of his poor service. Our servers would go down, they would not pick our calls. And I was like, but isn't there someone who can help our businesses mm-hmm. uh, stay up? Because we were directly we were we were hosting adverts of businesses and, and I was like, why why can't I do this? Because if I'm suffering, most likely there are many other people who are suffering. And I looked around, whenever, whenever I would search in uh, web hosting in Uganda, I would get uh, companies in the US, the host getters, the GoDaddy's. I was like, eh, Google doesn't bring among the top five companies in Uganda to be the top. I said, no, we must somehow be among these top. 
And the dream was, if someone came to Uganda 10 years later, without asking a tourist, without asking anyone, and they look for a publishing company, somehow they would find us. Mm. Either online, on billboards, on cutters, on whatever. That's how Hostelite began. began yeah. Now, of course, with me as the best employee over there, only yeah. one, only one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with my laptop and the room where I was operating like six other companies. So while there are about six companies. Yeah. Uh, and it's then, of course, I, I knew if I survive one year like this, yeah. because my clients would renew hosting uh, after a year, annually. So I knew if I survive one year, no, uh, no actually, the, the, my habit came back of again starting the small ones. So now, in the middle of the year, I started the saloon in... Not again! <laughs> the saloon in uh, Nigeria, Chiwatuli. Then I went into... Uh, my wife uh, just... I, I went into printing. So my, my wife sat me down and asked me, Honey, just do me one favor. Because I, I can do math. Eh? I can give you pro, pro, <laughs> math of a business. You just give me a capital now. Until you know that what? We're going to start with this capital. In a few weeks, I project. You see billions. So I would go to my wife and project and we plan together. In three weeks, the business is no more. So he told me, you know what? Just do me one favor, sweetheart. We're just getting married. I said, huh? Of course, I promise I said, I'm going to do what you ask. She said, just do one company. Just do one thing for one year. Mm. And let's talk after a year or for another business. Yeah. That is hostelite. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and, and you know why? I listened to her. Mm. I listened. That's because God gave her to me as a helper. Mm. So I listened. So what are the men, what are those things you have, your wives have told you that you've brushed off? I would have been having a house like now had I been this arrogant uh, man who is trying to make ends meet. Mm. No. Humility saves marriages. Humility saves businesses. Humility saves us all. Ooh. Humility. Doreen, we send you greetings. People have been saying, Doreen, you are among those who ate his campus money. We are going <laughs> to find out. Just That was a good investment. And she's saying it is called relational capital. I'm seeing all your comments here online. Um, but so Hostelite begins and you've grown. Tell us a bit about the numbers. How many na, people are you na, employing na, now? Na, about uh, 14. Wow. Now, now, let me tell you our first breakthrough yes. as, as Hostelite. Yes. People, in business, organization is very critical. However small you are as a company, being organized, if it's one reference letter, have it. Mm. If it's your, if you're firing Neil at URA, file Neil, but have your Neil filed. Yes. As in, have your paperwork. If it's a business card, have it done properly. You know, even if you're small, as in, your branch not look as if you're dying. <laughs> hmm? No one wants to invest in it. No one wants brand. to invest. Good enough, we have the brand masters, the nomad. Yeah. They've helped us a lot mm. in, in branding, in our branding journey. I had, I had a fight with Kamara because I was stuck in my traditional logo. I still wanted, you know those logos where you find a spoon, a fork, uh, everything. And a cow. And a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Then the camera told me, I'm giving you this, don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And I want to thank them for managing our brand. But you know, we, we received a call to, to submit uh, a proposal for a website, a portal actually. And uh, it, they, they were wanted a portal for an African uh, business. It's a, an organization which was going to have a conference in South Africa and so was supposed to was supposed to develop a portal. They asked for companies from from Africa, Asia, America, you know, because it was it was a US based whatever funding. So now for us, we organized our papers very 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 well, mm. but asked for little money. Oh. So they wondered. These guys looked organized, but I think they don't know what we need. What we need, guys. They had to. Sh- they had to. Uh, fly in about two consultants to come and tell us that we undercoated. <laughs> wow. But just because we were organized, of course, yes. the favor of God, but we were organized. We put our papers properly, the works we've done, the reference letters, you know. All, you look at our bid, small, but very organized. Yes. Some of us, we submit bids and you look at a bid and you wonder, who, who, how can you waste time submitting a bid and you just bring something with no signature. Oh dear. They asked for tax clearance. There's no tax clearance. You know, those small things, sign here, powers of attorney, they are not there. And I've seen one thing I like to talk about today submitting bids at the real last time. You find someone running at 10, the bid, uh, the bid ends at 10, but at 9.40 they are leaving office. Oh no. You see, we've won businesses because the, uh, the people who are bigger arrived late, late. to submit their bid. It's, it's a common practice I've seen in Uganda. And if you want to beat it, be organized and time. Mm. Keep, keep time. So those people, they look, so were organized and came, told us to quote higher. Can you imagine a client they telling you, you? Yeah, they helped us to, uh, to quote higher because they said, what we want is so big, please quote higher. So, I, so that was our first breakthrough. Of course, I, go, I won't go into the numbers, but it was a shift. You know, shifting a company from here, a one-man company from here, to like after that give us a clue uh, after uh, <laughs> you want a clue we want a no, clue okay okay let me let me, let me give you let me give you with those let, who let, me, let me give you a, uh, uh, when you when you go to Nalia, you'll see hostel lighthouse yes that's our home wow that's your property yes wow yeah that gives us a clue in Nalia, and i've seen it it's not in the village it's, so. it's not in the village mm. Yes, that's our headquarters. Come on. For yeah, now, so, by the way, before for now, yes. expansion. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, expansion. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then I want to talk about employee management. Mm. You see, these people have a future. The people you employ. They, yeah. They also they are also like you. Mm. They have feelings like you. They have dependence like you. Mm. They have so you must be seen as an employer. You must be seen, or you must at least plan to be part of their feelings or part of their future. Mm. You must be seen part of the future because, uh, about, uh, just just aside, even before I come to work, the maids at home. Yes. Our maids at home, those very important helpers at home. Uh, just a tip: when if when you're buying deodorant at home. When you're making the hair, planning to bring someone to do hair at home, please add the budget of the house help. Yes. 
Because, let me tell you, when you're away, the baby is here in their, on their armpit. Actually, even for that, the baby, your baby will touch hair, that hair you've not made. So even, even before, before that, before going to be, uh, to be nice and human, they are the fundamentals. So those maids need to be looked after, actually even more, because they take care of our living and non-living things when we are away. away. Cascading it to employees, the same. The same thing, the same, uh, you want to survive, the same they want to survive. So what are you thinking about them? Are they in your plan for the future? Mm. Do you see them as billionaires? Mm. Or you, you milking every bit out of them? So, uh, then you want maybe to, to get them to go and you get others in. Okay. You get. So employees can be loyal if you show commitment as an employer that you're concerned about their future as they are to your company. And in any case, the company is not you. It's not yours. The company should grow like, uh, should, should, you should outlive your company. Yes. Leave it in the hands of the able guys you've, made, you've uh, managed. I've spent uh, the last year trying to transit from the CEO of Hostelite and uh, I, I would, I can slowly, I, I now I can slowly, slowly leave, the, leave, leave it to guys to manage it. It's, it's going to take about two years, but at least one year is gone. Uh, for, for record, last year I was away for about six months and I found when they, were, they had won the biggest contracts. Wow. So, so I wondered, wh why didn't I even leave earlier? <laughs> huh? Yes. Yeah, so these people, as long as you show them that you, it's, it's for, they are in it, they are, you're, they are in for, they, as long as you show them that you're in this together, yes. they will do everything to grow your command because they know when everything is good, they are also happy. Wow. Dixon, yes. so much wisdom. I have one more question and then I'm handing over to Mr. Chris Kawesa, who is the leader of Business Garage. What does the future look like for Hostelite? Just in like a minute, paint for us the current picture you have for Hostelite, um, maybe in the next 10 years, what does it look like? We, we, are, building, we are building a Pan-African company. Now, our model here in Uganda is being shaped properly, which we can uh, duplicate and replicate in other countries. Mm. And the beauty is, I don't have to be in every country. Yeah. No. The model will help us uh, to have hostel established in other countries uh, with, with, with ease while uh, the contracts are in place. So we are moving uh, steadily to other African countries. So the future is a Pan-African country, a hostelite in every African country. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much for your wisdom, so much. Uh, Apostle Moses says he's enjoying this interview too, too much. Thank you so much, friends, for joining us online. And now I hand over to Mr. Chris Kawesa to wrap this thing up. Thank you, Pastor Bithri. Dixon, once again, you're very welcome. Thank you, uh, thank you. To Business Garage. Uh, another outlier of sorts, the man who came to Kampala on a truck cows yeah and you've made it thus far so thank you for your story thank you for sharing you're welcome uh one of the things i've picked out from your stories is like that you do not want you want good for others that's why you're deliberate about telling people your mistakes so that they do not repeat them sure yeah so you want other people to thrive as much as you have yeah 
And then you also find, because of that, you find every moment to teach. I, mean, I don't know how many lessons you've taught us here in the garage. You find every opportunity to teach other people. So I think that that's from the same background. So thanks for that. You're welcome. Uh, then you like to use opportunity. You don't take, you don't let an opportunity go to waste. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Right yes. from asking your father to come to town, then buying that saloon because I wanted to fly. Then you created a business because there was a, a, a provider didn't give you a good service. So you don't let any opportunity go to waste. Mm-hmm. Those are key principles for business people. Yeah. Teaching others, uh, for them to learn from your mistakes, it's called continual improvement. Mm. But also, you want you you don't get let any opportunity go to waste. The example you gave us, you're uh, giving out the book, so you you basically want good for people. Yeah. And thanks a lot for that. Thank you. Uh, I know the question. The first question I would like to ask you, which is very key for business people, is what practical things actually have you done? to make yourself irrelevant in your company. Yeah. Because that's the biggest mistake that we business people have, uh, the biggest challenge that we have. Making ourselves irrelevant is a, a challenge. So relevant or irrelevant? Irrelevant in the business. So that you can train people to run your business. You're away for six months and they actually manage your business. Just in maybe a minute, a few practical things you've done to nail that aspect. And even then, where do you get those people from? <laughs> <laughs> Where do I get them from? Uh, at Hostelite, it's our principle, we do not employ superstars. No. Actually, your degree or masters will we, we not earn a job at Hostelite. When we are looking out for people to, to, to employ, we ask you, what have you done? Mm. We've given jobs to people who even have done nothing but are trying to do something. So, if someone came and told told you, you know what, I I did this last year and failed, but I'm here. But next week, I I was going to meet this because, because that's the the mindset. That's the mind of the guy we we, we employ. We have have certificate holders doing massive work. You see, those people got certificates not because they were not knowledgeable. Maybe they didn't have the money to go to university. Yes. So a certificate or a diploma or a degree, just because you are able to pay for government sponsorship, does not earn you a job at Hostelite. No, maybe we are rich, thank God. But there's a guy who can do work. That's the guy we need at Hostelite. So you look for resourceful people. Exactly. Uh, then then uh, things are put in place. You know, delegation is, is easier, to, easier to, to say it than to do it. Uh, but I've been able to manage delegation. And you know, delegation, deliberately, you must empower and entrust and show that you actually trust them. You do not delegate, then come and start looking. <laughs> if, if you're the guy who wants to pay petty cash at office, then you want to buy a car at office, then you want to... How will you move to East Africa? You can't. You, you cannot. You must let go. Okay, maybe let me bring it down for you. Who, who are those who, who, who still want to sign on every check, who still want to buy yaka? You can, you can just delegate mpola mpola. Delegate the thing which you don't feel uh, attached to so much first. <laughs> then, then go on improving, 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 improving. And until you delegate tasks, uh, which which would have taken your time, but these guys are smart up there. They can do them quickly. 
So delegation, I've been deliberate on delegation, and I make sure guys are accountable to do the work that they are supposed to do. And, and of course, they are empowered. They are empowered to do their work. I know. I tell them, you know what? This is your area. I, I'm, I'm your student. Advise me. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Delegation and also uh, finding resourceful people. Yes. All right. We're out of time, but I'm going to ask you one question, but with three parts. One, mm. uh, you develop softwares. Yes. Uh, just tell us some of the softwares you've developed. You might have clients here. Mm. Uh, two, tell us about the World Business Angel Investment Forum. Okay. Because okay. people might uh, want to know that information. It okay. could be helpful. Okay. And also, give us some advice. This is a mm. national issue. Mm. You're in these software things and software development. Mm. People cannot run without internet. We can't do some of our businesses without internet. Uh, there's a lot of disruption. What are some of the solutions we can have practically today? Because many people have online softwares, and if internet is off, nothing happens. So just quickly uh, touch on those things for us. Thank you. Uh, I'll start with the uh, internet. Uh, just, uh, re just requesting that internet is the it's, it's actually next to it should be a human right. Uh, I don't know how much money has been lost. Uh, actually, some people say about three million dollars plus has been lost in just a few days. So. It's a human right, and I, and, uh, I appeal to government, please, please give us internet. We, we, we need it. Now, uh, about World News Investment Forum, uh, and uh, what, what was the other question? And the software. Tell us the, the software. software. One yes, of the yeah. you developed. Yes, uh, we, we, we automate businesses. We automate businesses. Uh, for example, you could say, I want a, a system to manage my, my invoicing, to manage my client database, uh, to manage my school, manage my hospital, you know. Uh, we, de we develop custom-made software, so you, you mention a need, and we and we do your need. We, uh, right now, we have one hotcake, which is a dog tracker. It's a document tracking system. So you don't have to be at office to approve a document. You can approve it, initiate it somewhere, and approve it wherever you are uh, in your in your comfort of your home or your or your or your, or your zone. So it's dog tracker powered by Hostelite. And it's amazing that you can do things outside your office while keeping tabs on where the documents are at, at, any, at, at, every, at every point. And of course, uh, web hosting, uh, web design, that's, that's, that's the core of, of how we started. And we're still, 12 years later, innovating, improving the web hosting space uh, and design in this country. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dixon, it was a pleasure having you. Over to you, Pastor Petri. Whoa! Come on, studio audience. Thank you so much, Dixon, for so much wisdom. In every, people have really enjoyed the interview. You, you'll be able to see they're writing back the, the lessons that they've learned. Thank you so much for joining us. I know that you've been inspired. Now go do something with the lessons you've learned today. Otherwise, it will be more information and no results. Now, if you're joining us today and you've never made a decision to follow Jesus, I'll tell you something. He is the source of wisdom. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are in him. And I want to invite you today to make that decision. It's so simple. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you are born again. So wherever you are right now, if you want to say today, I want to say yes to Jesus. I want to say yes to salvation. I'd like you to put your hand up wherever you are. 
You don't need to have an audience with you. Just put your hand up and say this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Take my life and do something with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.